You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. WrestleMania week. I am here before all this madness really starts to kind of give you a rundown of all the shows. But be on the lookout for postwrestling.com as I'll have reports on some GCW shows as well as the usual uh, Impact now moving to Thursdays as well and the Impact Hardcore Justice pay-per-view. But let's get down to the shows. AEW Dark Elevation. So this show was actually done in the daytime while the regular Tuesday Dark was done in nighttime. I know it's something small, but it actually makes the show seem a little bit different because I know that they usually tape all these shows after Dynamite uh, to very late hours. So it's pretty cool to see Elevation uh, have some sunlight and look a little bit different than the regular one. Uh, they both have 12 matches on the show. I think they should do this us- as like a usual thing, just have Elevation. Maybe even get rid of the Dark name and just call it AEW Elevation. Just make it seem like the light show and then obviously Dark. Being at nighttime could be the dark show. So let's get to it. Match number one, Adam Page with a record of 8-0. Ranked number one, uh, defeated Bill Collier with a record of 0-2. This is Page's first match ever on any form of dark, and he wins with the buckshot lariat. And after the match, he shared a beer with Collier. Match number two, the Varsity Blondes with a record of 4-1, defeated Dean Alexander and Carly Bravo. Uh, Griff Garrison pins Carly Bravo after Pillman hits a missile dropkick off the top rope on Bravo who uh, while Gar- Garrison was holding him. Match number two, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with a record of 5-2, and two, number four in the women's division, accompanied by Rebel, not Rebel, defeated Alex Gracia with a record of 0-6. Uh, Baker cut a quick promo before the match, being real condescending of Gracia, and um, she got into an amateur wrestling position and challenged Gracia to take her down, but right away it was a setup. She turns it around into the lot jaw and wins in seconds. 10 with a record of 5 and 1 defeated the radioactive poppy Danny Lamley with a record of 3 and 2 by submission with a full Nelson. Match number 5, Big Swole with a record of 4 and 0 defeated Jasmine Allure with a record of 0 and 4 by submission with the Texas Cloverleaf. We had Dasha backstage with Mike and Matt Seidel. Uh, she asked about their beatdown last week from Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Mike Seidel with his very yoga-ish catchphrase of, I bend, but I do not break. 
and they proclaim payback tonight against Paige and Sky. Match number six, MT, not Michael, Nakazawa, with a record of 1-1, defeated Vary Morales with a record of 0-1 after hitting him with the laptop. I'm not sure if this is a permanent gimmick change, but um, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really work for me. Match number seven, Lance Archer defeated Baron Black with the blackout. Uh, in the beginning of the match, Archer just drags Black from the back. And Jake Roberts joins on commentary during this match. Uh, Jake and Archer cut a promo after saying how everybody must be scared of Archer since nobody calls him out. And then he mentions Sting and says how he respects Sting. But Sting's time is Archer's time. And now it's showtime. Match number eight, Ryo Mizunami with a record of 8-1. Rank number three, defeated Tisha Price with a record of 0-5 with a spear. Match number nine, Max Caster with a record of 6-1, defeated Cole Cabana with a record of 7-0. Caster's freestyle consisted of saying Cabana sucks and he's going to get canceled just like his his podcast did. Caster rolled up Cabana for the win after we saw some shenanigans with Anthony Bowens and Evil Uno getting involved and distracted the referee. And Cabana kind of got knocked face first into the boombox. Match number 10, the Hardy family office of Private Party Butcher and Blade with Matt Hardy and the Bunny defeated Adam Priest, Rising D3, and Fuego Doso with the Blade pinning Fuego after they hit the full death. We go into this new, um, this new, um, segment called Showcase where we have Paul White, get it? Showcase. And, uh, he interviews people. The first week he interviewed John Silver. He talks about how Silver started wrestling, uh, training at 14 and the start of the Beaver Boys tag team. And uh, he goes into how Brody Lee impacted him and says that the TV title match with Darby banged him up a little bit. But when he's healed and back, he's going to set his eyes on getting a title in AEW. Match number 11, Matt Hardy with a record of 4-2 and two, defeated Allen Five Angels with a record of 6-1 and one, by submission with his new move that he calls the leech, where he pretty much puts his entire body over the opponent and kind of like cranks them in to submit them. After Cardi cut, uh, Hardy cut a promo saying that March Madness is over and how everybody should be watching him instead of the championship game. And now that he's making 100% of his earnings, he's going to take out every single member of the Dark Order and destroy them. And then calls out Darby Allen and his TNT title. In our main event, the new tag team of Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky defeated Matt and Mike Sadell with a record of 2-3. and three. Nice double team work from Page and Sky, but Page pins Mike Sadell after the Eagles edge. On AEW Dark Tuesday, we have Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, and Alex Reynolds defeated Jake St. Patrick, Sage Scott, and Chandler Hopkins. Uh, Reynolds pins Hopkins after a small package driver. Backstage, we have Ryan Demuth and Cesar Bononi, where Bononi's a little upset at Nemeth's new, new other wingman, J.D. Drake, who uh, then walks into the picture, and Nemeth says that they have to work on getting Drake a little bit sexier by possibly shaving off his beard and dyeing his hair. And he kept calling uh, Bononi and um, J.D. Drake his wingmen, so I'm not sure if that's his new tag team. And I'm not sure what happened to Pretty Peter Avalon, because it was like his group, and then all of a sudden Nemeth kind of took over. So yeah, I haven't seen um, Avalon in a couple weeks. Match number two, Team Taz with a record of 2-1. and one. Brian Cage, Powerhouse, Hobbs, and Ricky Starks defeated Brick Aldridge, Justin Law, and the debuting Hayden Backlund, another one of the Nightmare Factory students. Cage pins Backlund after the Drill Claw. And, of course, uh, Team Taz shows a little bit of issues, especially in the beginning when they all come out and Ricky Starks kind of strolls in a little bit late. And then uh, when he has the match won, he kind of nonchalantly tags in Cage, who hits the Drill Claw and gets the win. Match number three, Jurassic Express with a record of 4-2, and two, ranked number two in the tag team division, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Defeated Rex Lawless and Dean Alexander. Very quick match. Jungle Boy pins Lawless after a forearm to the back of the head. This match was like under a minute. The Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth, with a record of 2-4, and four, accompanied by J.D. Drake, defeated Fuego Do Sol with a record of 0-7, who came out with the what he calls the vlog crew, which is Griff Garrison and Marco Stunt. Uh, Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth, does win with the Rude Awakening. They showed a preview of Lexi Nair's YouTube show, Outside the Ring, which debuts this Friday at 9 a.m., with uh, her first guest being Abaddon, so it should be a really interesting segment. 
The Butcher in a rare singles match with a record of 8 and 1 defeated John Cruz with a record of 0 and 2 with a, uh, a new move he calls the Filet Mignon, which is like a back body drop choke slam combo. The C stars Ashley Vox and Delcy Exo defeated Jasmine and Lauren Vert Vixen after Vox pins Vert Vixen with an assisted senton. We get another rap video from Max Caster, this one he's dissing Hangman Page to, um, hype up their upcoming Dynamite match. He talks about him not being a real cowboy, and he's going to knock him off the high horse. A lot of cowboy and horse puns. Kylan King and Red Velvet defeated Maddie Rinkowski and Vipress. Velvet pins Vipress. And um, after King hits the Kingdom Falls, followed by Velvet's Chef's Kiss. J.D. Drake with a record of 1-3, uh, accompanied by Ryan Nemeth, defeated Baron Black with a record of 0-6. Drake wins with a high boot. And Drake even got a little bit of blood after some hard chops from Black to the chest. Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela with a record of 10-10, and 10, defeated Aaron Fry and Casey Navarro. Janela pins Fry after greetings from Asbury Park. And Matt Seidel with a record of 2-2, two two, defeated Mac- Mike Magnum. A really quick match here, under a minute. Um, Magnum tries to use his paintbrush. That's like his gimmick. He brings a paintbrush to the ring. But um, Matt Seidel does hit the lightning spiral. Matt Hardy, another match with a record of 5-2. and two, Defeated Vary Morales uh, very easily here with the leech. And after we see Darby Allen up in the rafters observing. And Matt Hardy looks at him and grabs a mic and calls Darby a sellout. And says he's going to put the leech on him and take his title. In the main event, Bear Country with a record of 5-1. and one, Defeated the Hybrid 2 with a record of 1-2. and two. After they hit the Bear Bomb, Ana and Helico and Bear Bronson gets the pin on him. NWA Power starts with Aaron Stevens on commentary with his tag team partner Kratos behind them. They says they're out here scouting for tag teams tonight to look for their next contenders. And then Sal Renaro comes out asking whatever happened to the title shot he asked for for, uh, for last week. And Stevens says if he can find the partner, he wouldn't have a problem fighting him. Strictly Business, Thomas Latimer and Chris Adonis, so it looks like Chris Adonis is officially a member of Strictly Business here, defeated The End, which is the team of Mike Perro and Odinson. Uh, the End has been a tag team for about four years, wrestling in All Japan Pro Wrestling and Evolve. Adonis gets to win with the Master Lock on Odinson after some interference by Camille, and Adonis hits a low blow. And then after Thunder Rosa comes out and kind of gets in Camille's face, after commercial, Thunder Rosa is being interviewed by Camille, but she gets interrupted by Taryn Terrell, who says she's about to make her debut. And if she were to challenge Rosa, Terrell would win. Then Melina comes out to kind of defend Rosa, and Rosa just kind of walks away and says she doesn't need any assistance from either one of them. May Valentine's backstage asking Trevor Murdoch if he regrets putting his title on the line while injured. He says yes, and he's putting Nick Aldis on notice, and he's coming after him. Matthew Mims and Slice Boogie defeated the Workings, who are Crimson and Jack Jack's Dane. Uh, really weird match here. Like halfway through the match, um, Dane gets like knocked out from the apron and he's just laid out for the entire match. And that causes Crimson to kind of be distracted and get rolled up by Mims for the pen. And then after the match, you can see Crimson's a little upset and kind of gets in his face while Jack's Dane is literally like outside for like six to seven minutes. Nick Aldis comes out and says that Strictly Business is actively recruiting and they aren't just looking to fill one spot, but multiple spots and nobody's spot in Strictly Business is guaranteed. And the invitation is open to any wrestler in any wrestling organization. And the main event, the TV title, the Pope defending against Fred Rosser. He wins with about 19 seconds left on the clock. And after the match, Tyrus and Austin Idol come out kind of mockingly clapping for Pope. And, um, Pretty much setting up the next program. They plug a special episode of Power next week called Power Surge, which has content never seen before. On NXT UK, Aoife Valkyrie defeated Stevie Turner, making her debut with a leg drop from the top rope. Uh, Turner is the former Bobby Tyler, who wrestled for Stardom and Red Pro, and uh, Valkyrie is still undefeated. We get a quick video from A-Kid talking about his rise and looking forward to his next challenger at NXT UK Prelude. Piper Niven and Jack Stars are working on the Performance Center. We have Teoman defeated Josh Moreau by submission, and then we go backstage where Sid Scala is sitting down with Rampage Brown and Walter as a moderator for their face-to-face where they talked about their upcoming match. Walter says that Rampage is just like everybody else, and he doesn't 
expect he doesn't respect him. But Rampage said that when Walter first came to England, Rampage was the first person to beat him. But Walter says that he hasn't done anything since that. But look at what Walter has done. They get a little heated before ending the program. They show a video of Gallus training in some like outside fight club, and Wolfgang is able to take out someone easily. Some different stuff. <laughs> Kaylee Ray cut a promo where she said she'll forever be the NXT UK Women's Champion as there's no one who can beat her and she quickly gets inter- gets interrupted by uh, the former, I guess, Millie McKenzie now going by Emilia McKenzie. She makes her official NXT UK debut. She hasn't been on this brand since 2018. Uh, she's about to come to the ring to take up Kaylee Ray's challenge, but she gets attacked from behind by Isla Dawn and Kaylee Ray and Dawn are attacking McKenzie while uh, uh, Mako Satomura comes out for the save setting up a tag team match at NXT UK Prelude. We get a quick back and forth Video from Norm Dorn and Tyler Bates setting up their match at Prelude. And in the main event for the UK Tag Team Championships, Pretty Deadly defends their titles against Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Uh, they win with the split milk, but the finish came when Williams was trying to get Jordan to use the title belt to cheat. And uh, Jordan kept saying no, no. So Kenny took the belt and he hit his own partner with it, breaking up this tag team. On 205 Live, Mansoor defeated August Gray with the inside cradle. Mansoor is still undefeated at 45-0. And the main event, Chase Parker and Sunil Singh defeated Tony Nese and Arya Davari, with the stipulation being if Parker and Sunil would have lost, Bali Rise would be no more. On New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong is the Road to New Japan Cup USA 2021. Uh, the show starts with this new title being introduced. So the winner of the New Japan Cup USA will not get a title shot. Instead, they will become the New Japan Strong Open Weight Champion. So that is the prize on the line. And a couple matches here. Rocky Romero defeated Kevin Knight. Alice Coughlin and TJP defeated Jordan Clearwater and Mysterioso. And the main event, Tom Lawler, Chris Dickinson, J.R. Kratos defeated Brody King and the Regal Twins. Uh, pretty interesting start to this match because right before it, Kelly Kelly brought up to... Interesting fact that Dickinson is now working with Brody King in Ring of Honor. And Dickinson said that whatever happens in New Japan Pro Wrestling has nothing to do with anywhere else. And Kelly kept stirring the pot by asking Dickinson if he even cleared his this relationship with Brody with Tom Lawler first. And Dickinson said, it's none of your business. And then after the match, Lawler told Dickinson to break Sterling Regal's arm, and he refused. So JR Kratos broke it instead. So pretty interesting. They're kind of like combining Ring of Honor and New, J- New Japan Pro Wrestling storylines here. With uh, on one promotion, Dickinson being with Brody King. But... On New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, he's with Team Filthy. On Ring of Honor, Brian Johnson defeated Danhausen after cheating a little bit. This is pretty much their rubber match. And the main event, Eli Isom defeated LSG. On main event, Mansoor defeated Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo defeated Drew Gulak. And the WWE Network Editions of the Week, now that it's strictly on Peacock. A little bit different, but I'll get used to it. On Evolve 7, we had Sammy Callahan versus Zack Sabre Jr., Chuck Taylor versus Akira Tozawa, and Austin Aries versus John Moxley. On WXW, we love wrestling episode number 5 and another episode of ICW Fight Club. So nothing really this week to recommend. Um, I mean, the tag team match on NXT UK was pretty good with Pretty Deadly and Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. Uh, NWA Power was okay. The title match with Pope and Fred Ross is probably the one match I would check out on that. On the uh, AEW Dark Shows, um, Bear Country and Hybrid 2 is a match I'd probably check out. And uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky against Matt Seidel and Mike Seidel. Interesting uh, little tag team here with Page and Scorpio, so we'll see where they'll go with this. So that is it. I hope you guys enjoy your WrestleMania week. There's a lot of shows. Like I said, check out my reports on PulseWrestling.com. And uh, maybe next week's Shot in the Dark, I'll go over some shows that I might catch that I don't write reports for. Uh, MLW is off this week, but uh, like I said, there is two Impact shows this week with... Impact Wrestling on Thursday now, as well as Hardcore Justice. So make sure you check out all this and much more on PulseWrestling.com. 
Also, all week long on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast, there'll be watch-alongs and reviews from the BDE boys for Stand and Deliver Night 1, Stand and Deliver Night 2, the usual BDE Elite covering AEW Dynamite show. Um, there'll be a best match ever for WrestleMania Show Stealers on Friday. Um, WrestleMania 31, Night 1 and Night 2 will also get watch-alongs and reviews. There'll be the tailgate on Saturday as well, and on Friday, the other guys, myself and Mike Hogan, uh, we'll be going over some movies as well as shows, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and there'll be a SmackDown watch along as well. So a lot of stuff happening this week. Uh, and make sure uh, to, you know, listen, review, like, share, do all you can during WrestleMania week. I'll pop up in a watch along or two as well. So you'll see me on there. And that is it for this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.